dude, you gotta be quiet, man. You're you're making a ruckus. I'm 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 on the fifth floor of the library. Oh, what a surprise! We're all in separate rooms this week. Yeah, that's and, how you and, open and the first this, podcast in a month, Jacob. Not 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 only that, but um, but you know, I have my own mic today. Isn't that crazy? I feel like an actual podcaster. Thank Jacob, you, Ruben, for Jacob, for gifting Jacob. me this this blue Yeti mic. No, it's actually J Lab. You're cheap. You're a cheap <laughs> ass, bro. Giving me hand me downs. Can't believe that. Yeah, Jake, uh, Ruben and I are both rocking Blue Yeti. Thank you, Blue Yeti. Uh, and Jacob is rocking J Lab because uh, F you, Blue Yeti. Sponsor you me. Not given sponsor me, Blue Yeti. Please sponsor me. Jacob, I'm going to embarrass Jacob, I'm going to embarrass you in front of everyone. You have to lean in to talk. It's actually going to make no, your voice no, no, flip I, out. I, I got I to lean in to talk. It's going to be an ASMR podcast on my Hello. end. Hello, guys. This is uh, the first episode exactly. of Cube exactly. ASMR. Okay. Well, we... Right here, right here. Uh, to begin, we have the sound of a jet engine starting up. Mm. Cue the music. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Pop Culture Quintessentials with Cubed. I am Ruben Curious. I am one third of Cubed, and I'm being joined by uh, Jacob, another third of Cubed, and JQ, the last third of Cubed. You know what? I, I you know what? I just wonder why do we introduce ourselves in that order? Why do we go oldest, youngest, middle? You know, is that kind of huh? strange? It's just the way we do it. I don't know. Like I don't know. What? <laughs> oh, are you upset? We, we, we like someone a little upset like about being asked. We no, like I'm not upset frog. about being last. I'm just asking. We save the best for last. You oh, thank you. Yeah, You're thank welcome. You. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. I'm sure our audience, if the audience left comments, they would be singing a very different tune. Of course. Um. <laughs> All right. Uh, we know we haven't been on in a month. Uh, I'd make an excuse, but there is none. We just didn't do it. <laughs> We're all very busy people. Uh, we yeah. all we care very we all care a lot about our fan base however we do uh, it, we do we, we, we care about you guys yeah we care about you guys thank you for mm. how many subscribers Ruben two you said last time said I think it's two. I think we're up to <laughs> two I think we're up to two for uh, once I think our, three I think, our, I think we got three we got three oh, yeah, our da- oh, yeah I forgot our dad finally subscribed to us after <laughs> calling us a disappointment uh Bro, this is what we get. Everyone's starting a podcast now. We're gonna up. There's yeah. like a mountain of podcasts That's everywhere. I believe our dad a few days ago said, uh... <laughs> "You can't even do it, can you? You can't do it." Because you're gonna cut it out anyway. Last podcast, we cut out two of my jokes. So if there are any awkward, because they're there, offensive. They were. They were very offensive. If there are any awkward cuts in this episode, it's either A, Jacob getting kicked out of his library room and us cutting that out, or B, me making the funniest joke you would ever hear, but Ruben is is gatekeeping me. He's gatekeeping No, I am gate. Yeah, I'm gatekeeping your future self. Someone's going to listen back to this shit and get you canceled, even like though no one's listening now. If you ever make it big, they'll come back here. What was the name I used a few episodes back uh, for the hypothetical person listening in the future? I don't even I think it was Paul. No, it was Mark. Was it Mark? I was going to say, 
my guess was gonna be Frederick or something like that. Frederick, that, no, no, because you Frederic, always come up with you, the weird ass names, and I just give them like a normal name because it's funnier to give someone a normal ass name. It's Frederick's like, a normal ass name from like thirty years ago. The fourth, the fifth, the sixth. He's listening into us. What is it? What is it with two syllable names, Ruben? That start with F. Come on, bro. Frederick, Philippe. Come oh, on, Lord. like I'm. <laughs> What do you say? Nothing, nothing, nothing. I'm talking about your OC version of Squidward. Of course. Squilliam? Yes. Squilliam's my OC. No one no one can claim credit for Ruben, creating Squilliam if you McFancy. Made Squilliam McFancy pants. I would I would McFancy pants? Patch you, I would patch you on the yes. back so hard. Yes, Jacob, wow. that's his actual name. I thought it was Fancy Son. Jacob, do you know who voices us? Oh, wait. Oh wait, shit! I think you're right. Yeah, Jacob, you know who voices Squilliam D. Bradley Baker, the guy who does everything. He played Perry yeah. the Platypus and all wow. the clones in Star Wars. Clone That's Wars. some range, dude. Yeah, it's crazy. I have all right. I have Without further ado, let's get into the news topics because uh, a lot's happened since we've last been on. Uh, first uh, is going to be a segment we call uh, here endearingly Mister Zazlav's Wild Ride. Um, where we talk about uh, <laughs> Warner Brothers Discovery's new CEO and all the uh, crazy misadventures he's getting into. We're going to have to call this Zaslav quintessentials. <laughs> anyway, um, so what has Mr. Zaslav uh, been up to? Uh, first, uh, more anime and adult series have been taken off HBO Max um, and wiped from the internet including the latest Blade Runner anime, Black Lotus, Wiped from Existence, uh, Shiamu, the animation, uh, Fina, Pirate Princess, and Did a couple others. Did you just pronounce it Shiamu? I'm not into the animes. <laughs> I okay. Oh, God. Okay, and then, and then there's another one called uh, Final Space, created by... Uh, Olin Rogers, yeah, and that basically one's actually, that one's been going on for a while. That the story it went on, the, yeah, it went on for three ahead. seasons. It ended this year. Uh, what Mister Zaslav and his cronies are doing though is wiping that one from existence completely, uh, taking it off digital purchase stores, and they're going to claim it as a tax write-off to try to get money back. Uh, I, I know we've talked about this extensively, but uh, let's start with you, Jacob. What are your thoughts yes. on uh, the animation community still being uh, beat up by Warner Brothers? Well, I mean, I don't know the specifics about like what this man has done, like since he's been like the head of Warner Brothers. But like everything that we've talked about, it's kind of it's, it's very deplorable. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> we've been saying this for like the past the last three episodes, bro. That's it, that's we've just been tearing into this man. For, just <laughs> as, I, as I was saying before, uh, you know, just right. disrespect for the medium of animation. I mean, at this yeah. point, I don't feel like you can argue that Zazlav has some sort of vendetta. I don't know what the Flintstones did to Mr. Zazlav when he was a kid. Um, I don't know what his dad did to him when he watched the Flintstones. Um, wow. But he clearly, his, he, he, blamed, clearly. He, walked into the, he walked into his dad's bedroom while he was uh, blasting rope yeah, to yeah. hentai, and he's never seen exactly. it the same ever exactly. <laughs> He walked in, exactly. he walked in, his dad was dressed up like Fred Flintstone. He's like, call me Fred Flintstone, because I can make your bed rock. <laughs> 
<laughs> and he was scarred for, he was scarred for life. <laughs> and then I'm not even going to acknowledge that one. My pebbles. <laughs> I, I gotta say, I stole that lyric from a song, so I can't I can't take ownership of that joke. <laughs> and then but... his mother walked out. Was, she was dressed up like Barney. She said, "Hey Fred, uh, I stole your chocolate pebbles." And Donovan, the... <laughs> <laughs> what are your thoughts on the animation component? I mean, of this I've, I've, I've talked circles around this already. Again, I'm going to further double down mm-hmm. about my my prior. Uh, affiliation comments. Yes. Uh, yes. yes. Oh, okay. uh, I would like to affiliate a heavy boulder, a cartoonishly large boulder, uh, onto Zaslav's <laughs> head as he stands on a cartoonishly large X carved into the ground. Uh, yes. This is just <laughs> like it's just, it's getting absurd at this point. Like it's just it's crazy. It's crazy. Like what else is there to say that we haven't already said about this dude? He's just kind of. He's on a vendetta uh, against. He's getting. Against... He's getting trigger happy with the with, with the power <laughs> to cancel cartoons. Um, so, in addition to that news, uh, the continued uh, Zaslav running around with uh, his animation cancellation. Um, Mr. Zaslav was also part of a lawsuit uh, this mm. past week that was filed by uh, a group of Discovery shareholders against Warner Brothers Discovery claiming that the companies was misrepresenting HBO Max subscriptions during the merger. Uh, basically, what was going on here is they were counting um, signups that were happening through AT&T as people signing up for HBO Max. So there's like 10 million extra people that they said were subscribed to HBO Max that weren't actually subscribed to HBO oh Max by itself. Oh, my God. Um, Zaslav wasn't giving those numbers directly, but I guess he's included in the lawsuit because he misrepresented to the Discovery shareholders what was going Breaking on. Breaking news. Shitty person does shitty things again. What an epic surprise. <laughs> um, I don't know I'm how sure much you're going to be able to show culpability on Zaslav's part if he was actually, you know, in on what the AT&T guys were doing. Um, but that is the lawsuit. Anyway, your thoughts on the lawsuit? I mean, like, 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 is this even real life anymore? Is this is any of this real? Is any of this real anymore? Like, this is getting absolutely ridiculous. Like, what's happening? Like, who? Like, like, did, did he graduate from the Zoom University of Business? Like, what? How old is How old is Asla? How old is How old is this man? He's been running Discovery for decades, but I can tell you. Hold on. Uh, oh, Actually, you look it up. Is it David? David. David. Yeah. I'm actually curious as to what this guy looks like. He looks like the typical CEO. He's like a, a, a bald white guy. Oh my god. Bro, I can't tell him and Bob Chapek apart. They look exactly the same. Uh, Bob Chapek, like the head the of Disney. Co- he looks like a like a compilation of five different like old white CEOs. Seriously, yeah. Look at that smile, though. What a winning smile! Million dollar smile. Million dollar smile right there. He yeah, actually yeah. looks a little more normal than I expected. I thought he was gonna like have like a. Hey, looks can be deceiving though. Looks can be deceiving. <laughs> Jacob, your thoughts on the lawsuit? That lawsuit is also pretty ass, bro. <laughs> and um, I mean, I'm glad they caught his ass again for something. You know what I mean? I think keep on calling this court. No, but like at least they call this shit this shit out, right? Like he's not like getting away with this shit. Like he's very sloppy. 
He's still going to get away. He's like, he's leaving, he's leaving foot, he's leaving footprints everywhere. Like the, like little breadcrumbs. <laughs> well, he already canceled Scooby Doo, so like they can't come and get him. So I think, I think guys, guys, if I can make a request, if I can make a request for our fans yeah, yeah. or anyone, if, if any of you are artistically inclined, I want you to draw uh, 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 animated caricatures of David Zaslav. Uh, put him in different cartoons. I want to see how much we can trigger him. <laughs> Yeah, no, at this point, I wonder if, like, the caricatures on the beach trigger him if he, like, gets one of those when he just starts, yeah, like, like, trying hey, to sir, rip it I apart. Draw, can I draw your picture? No! No! <laughs> get away from me! <laughs> the, you know, the head of Warner Brothers <sighs> hating cartoons sounds like the plot of a Looney Tunes movie, and I don't it like really that. <laughs> oh, you know what? You know why it sounds like a movie? The Muppets. It's literally oh, the Muppet movie oh, in 2011 oh with Chris God, Cooper. It's, it's Tech Richmond. It's Tex Richmond. Mr. Tex's yeah. team. My opinion on the lawsuit real quickly. Uh, just more ridiculous yeah, yeah. things. Because everybody of a... cares about Ruben's opinion on the lawsuit. <laughs> it's more ridiculous. Guys, guys yeah. stop the presses. Stop the presses right now. Stop. Guys, please stop. Stop. Unplug them. Unplug the presses. Ruben is about to, to state his opinion on this lawsuit. Everybody, shush, shush, shush. Everybody listen. Now, if you're driving, pull over. Pull over right now. This is life-changing news. Ruben, what do you think? <laughs> Why'd you have to do that to me, man? <laughs> um, no, oh, man. but actually, I'm gonna. My opinion basically is more, just more wacky shit out of a wacky ass company. This man does not know how to run a streaming uh, slash entertainment mm. company. Well, uh, well that's yeah. not re that is not reality TV. This man comes from a reality TV background where you can pull the plug on Honey Boo Boo's uh, wild uh, bear trap. And uh, no one gives a shit because there's 10 other Honey Boo Boo things coming out. Or you can pull oh, the plug oh, on my 700-pound life because my hundred, mm. my 600-pound life already has like 20 seasons. Mm. I made those shows up. Um, but seven yeah. tons! Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any final thoughts before we move on, gents? Okay, I just like to say, if you pulled over to listen to that uh, part of the podcast, you can now safely merge back into traffic. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> the replug the presses, start the presses back up. Okay, don't be so <laughs> foolish. Okay, don't unplug the presses for that long. The world must know things. Okay, okay. Now, what do printing presses even look like now? Like, are they the same as from like the 1930s or 40s? Probably some. <laughs> Are they like way smaller now? I'm not, this is a legitimate question. Like, I actually have no idea. I think it's just like some some old Bangladeshi man using like traditional. Right, because they only got they don't they don't need to make that many copies now, right? So they just yeah. can go to no, the it's really just one book. guy. It's just one guy worldwide it, based in Bangladesh, just putting little tiles down. <laughs> Mm. Everybody, let's shout out. That seems super efficient, you know. Yeah, let's shout out, uh, Roger, uh, the Bangladeshi oh, man. Roger. See, no, no, no. Like earlier, you're saying, oh, I use more realistic names. Roger for a Bangladeshi man is not a <laughs> yeah. realistic name. 
I'm calling no, you oh, out there. Oh, 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 what were you going to say? Some stereotypical Bangladeshi name? Who is really wrong here, okay? Because I'm the open-minded one. What is a stereotypical Bangladeshi name? I know. I don't have one off the top of my head. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And I don't either. You know why? Because I avoid stereotypes. Put That's that on great. the print. Put, put that, make that the name then of this why? episode. Then why did you, avoid why did you specify that the man was from Bangladesh? If you don't make stereotypes. He could have been from anywhere. Jacob, you see, not everyone can be a great artist, but a great artist. All right, moving on. <laughs> um, in, in many ways. No, no, no. We'll talk about Ratatouille's 15th anniversary next year. Okay. Uh, next up. Uh, next up. Also, I'm getting. Oh, wait, no. He, no, Ratatouille turned 15 this year. What am I talking about? Oh shit! No, Ratatouille turned fifteen. He's from two thousand seven. Yeah, Ratatouille's fifteen this year. Oops. Well, Ruben lost us some views by forgetting to post the oh, Ratatouille episode mm. we recorded three months ago. Moving okay. on, moving on. Um, so good. The good thing that came out of uh, Warner Brothers Discovery since we've last been on, uh, we talked about the five second clip of The Last of Us that was shown. Now we finally have the full ass trailer for The Last of Us. Um, releasing in 2023 and starring uh, Pedro Pascal as Joel Miller. Um, and hold on, I don't want to get her name wrong. Uh, oh as Ellie is being played by Bella Ramsey. Um, and then a bunch of other supporting characters. Uh, Nick Offerman's in it. Um, let's see, uh, Gabrielle Luna's in it. Um, and then Ashley Johnson and Troy Baker from the original game also games also have roles in this. Troy Baker um, is in it. Who's he playing? Uh, um, secret characters they haven't said yet. Uh, but it's based off of The Last of Us, which I contend is the best video game ever made. Uh, just a masterpiece of the zombie genre, apocalyptic genre. Just explores, I'd say, the human condition in a, re a really compelling way. Uh, what happens when society falls apart? Um, is what's left over of humanity at that point worth saving at all? That's the question posed by The Last of Us. And it looks like a pretty faithful adaption of that, of like the harsh reality that would accompany that. Anyway, um, I'm probably going to gush too much if I just keep going. Jonathan, your thoughts on the trailer for The Last of Us having never oh, played the game? I'm kind of intrigued. It makes me want to go back and play the game since Ruben... You should! Ruben has been pressing that on me for a while now. But yeah, you know, the trailer looks great. Uh, I think I, I really like, I, I just love, I just love Pedro Pascal. So even if I hadn't seen, like played the game before and never heard of it before, I'd definitely give this a watch. Uh, I mean, it's by the guy who made Chernobyl. It's gotta be. That is the thing. They um, got the best game ever with one of the best television miniseries ever, the creator of that. And they're teaming up. To do this yeah. i mean on paper it has a bunch of potential yeah i'm hoping the i'm hoping it's mostly practical effects for the zombies because the um, it is I, uh from what i hear I, yeah because the what are they called the clickers is that what it is yes yeah clickers yeah yeah clickers yeah. are just like a very uh, there might be my my favorite modern monster like i said last time this is like the like a very interesting take on this on the idea of zombies and the zombie apocalypse and i really like 
how like how subhuman the zombies are in this in this universe of, of zombie apocalypse because it's not like like they're humanoid but that's about it like that's about as close to people as they get like it's they're very much not people no it's literally it's a unique concept because it's i mean i don't think i'm spoiling the game but it's like fungi uh that take over the human brain basically so they're basically yeah. driving around the human body but the human really isn't in there anymore really uh creepy stuff jacob yeah. your thoughts on the last of us trailer oh uh, I, I really like the shots it's like very visually pleasing <clears throat> i don't yeah. know if the game is like that i oh yeah like i'm sure like it's it's uh faithful to the the source um and uh i think it should be really like interesting um i think the casting is great you know pedro pascal has got you know range uh for sure for days <laughs> so it's gonna be good to see him um in another role you know <clears throat> more uh no, representation right that's what i'm talking about you just know people are going to complain about them replacing uh joel with a latino individual hey i mean they i mean you saw what they did when when they released that little mermaid teaser jonathan and if you haven't listened to it yet the music in the last of us top notch and they I got have, the same i have i saw the they, I saw they got the, the same of Dr. I saw the making of documentary uh, for it uh, for my film class because we were talking about different forms of media and we were talking about video mm -hmm. games. It's like video games is like I say for me personally, movies about is like the pinnacle of the creative medium. Some people go as far as to say it's actually video games because you go like a step further when it comes to immersion and like also the scale at which you're able to tell these stories. But yeah, we talked about it in my film class and we saw like the making of documentary and just seeing how much goes into it. Uh, uh like into making a game on on the qa on like not just uh, on the programming or anything like q a but also quality like, assurance yeah. you mean quality, yeah quality assurance is a huge yeah. thing in that documentary but i mean you have yeah. the actors and so many things have to come together actors sound design um writing uh, you got to make sure the graphics are realistic you got to make sure the gameplay is engaging you got to make sure that the story and the gameplay go hand in hand uh, um, the music um I believe it's like an Argentinian composer, isn't it? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah, Gustavo uh, Santayala. Uh, yeah. And he's coming back for the show. Like, he's brilliant doing guitarist. the... Oh, yeah. brilliant awesome. guitar Brilliant guitarist. Like, holy shit. Like, you gotta... Like, the OST for that game is insane. <laughs> yeah. Everything about that game is insane. If you haven't played The Last of Us, I know they just released the remastered version for, like, 70 bucks, but even if you can just get, like, the PS4 version... For like ten or fifteen bucks, it's totally worth it. When it first I'm came going... out, yeah. When it first came out in like 2015, 20, no, 2012, was it? Uh I can tell you, hold on. I think it was oh, 2013, shit. 2013, 2013. Yeah. When it first came out in 2013, I remember like the buzz around it was massive. It did not die down. Mm -hmm. I, I don't think I don't remember a point since 2013 where like people have stopped talking about The Last of Us, especially with the release of Last of Us 2. Granted, that one was a little, you know, we had a... <laughs> no, on yeah. the record, I, I actually really liked Last of Us 2. Not as good as the first game, but I think the story they tell there, really compelling and really emotionally affecting for me. Like, I haven't been that emotionally affected ever playing a game. Or not with many movies either. Like, The Last of Us 2 really, without spoiling it, really uh, pulled on my heartstrings. But some, come on, most people know what the hell happens. Out. Jacob's getting kicked out. Oh boy. Oh, maybe I just hit record. Jacob's back in his room. 
Okay. Or Jacob's back so in a room. I'm no, you're good. Jacob. My room, the room I reserved the room from the start. No, what I was saying is The Last of Us 2. I mean, who doesn't know what happens in that game? Everyone's been whining online for like three years at this point, two years. Yes. Um, but I think the swings they take in that game are really good. So I think to summarize, both of them are worth playing if you haven't played them ever. Um, and I think this show is going to be the next big thing. It's my big prediction here. I think we're talking like Marvel, Game of Thrones, like level of hype. I think around this one. Wouldn't it be hilarious if after all the hype Ruben has given for the show, it flops horribly? I would. I'd laugh. be sad. Ruben, what of course would you, you would, Jonathan, because you have what, no heart. Ruben, what would you? Yeah, I was torn out of my body violently. Ruben. Uh, <laughs> Ruben, what would you what what would you do if this show wasn't like the masterpiece you're you're hoping it will be? I'd go back and play the game because the game, as I said, best thing ever made. So, all right, okay, moving on, <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Um, so Jonathan, how much do you love the Blade Runner franchise? Yeah, absolutely. I yes, freaking love the Blade Runner franchise. Dude. Enough to great. watch a live action TV show of the Blade Runner franchise? You're lying. They're not. Are you serious? Wait, Blade no. Runner 2099 has been greenlit by Amazon with Ridley Scott executive producing. Um, <laughs> Denny Villeneuve does, does not seem to be involved at all. I'm out. Then I am out. I'm sorry. I'm out. I'm out. By the title, it is set 50 years after Blade Runner 2049, Denny Villeneuve's 2017 movie that did not get as much love as it deserved. That movie um, deserves all the love in the freaking world. It is one of the greatest things ever created. A couple things make me skeptical about this. One, Ridley Scott's a hit or miss individual. He's not, especially he's like a, recently. especially recently, X's Gods and Kings, boo. Last Duel, yay. Um, all the Money in the World, eh. Uh, from what I hear, House of Gucci, bad. I haven't watched that yet, but uh, <laughs> not good. I hear it's not good. I don't know. Um, I gotta give it a watch at some point. And the second thing I'm skeptical about here, uh, Amazon is involved. Um, Amazon's hit or miss with TV shows as well. I've watched a couple episodes. No, I've watched most of one episode of Ring of Power. Really like that. But I hear stuff like the Wheel of Time is terrible. Um, but the boys, the boys was made by Amazon and the boys is one of the best TV shows on right now. So like I said, hit or miss. Um, and I think the biggest, like, as Jonathan was hinting at the biggest thing I'm nervous about, no Denny Villeneuve, who I think was the biggest X factor in that Blade Runner 2049 movie being great. Um, but him, he's too busy doing true. Dune shit. That is what, also what, true. What'd you say, Jonathan? I that is also true. I think I'd rather. Oh no, I said yeah, Denny. I don't think that movie would have been as good as it was if Denny hadn't come in. Um, no, no, no way. But I'd rather, I'd rather uh, Dune be fantastic and this be okay because I already have two really amazing Blade Runner movies. I want a, a full Dune story that is complete and also very masterfully done. So I'd rather that. So yeah, makes sense. All right, Jacob, what are your thoughts on a Blade Runner 2099 series being made? I know you just recently watched the first two Blade Runner movies, so yeah, I guess they're fresh I mean, on your mind. They're both great. Um, and I think, like, honestly, the second one, like, arguably is better. I think than so. The first. Just because, uh, I, I don't know, like, the message behind it and stuff like that, I just think, like, instead of, like, having two, like, yes, Blade Runner had 
like the first version, the theatrical version, but like I think m- most people like can agree that uh like I think the extended cut is like the definitive version or whatever. Uh the final cut is what that one. Yeah. Is, isn't that like the extended cut? There's like five, five different versions of Blade Runner. That's why I'm clarifying. Okay. The final the final <laughs> version or whatever. Yeah. The it final took cut. them forever yeah. to get it right, you know, at least the first yeah. time. And I feel like that movie, uh, the second one, 2049, like stands for itself. You know, it speaks for itself. Uh it's it's a great movie. Um, so I'm I mean, like, even though it's not Denny in uh this uh, you know, uh what what is it, the show? Like twenty nine. Blade Runner twenty ninety nine, yeah. Yeah, 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 I think uh, I think it's gonna be interesting because just the premise itself is is you know I think it carries, um, it carries it carries the it, like audiences. I think like it's gonna it's gonna like attract people and people are gonna want to watch it. So I think you know why not why not go for it at that point. So it's cool. I mean the one really loose thread the movie leaves um, is that rebellion of the uh, <clears throat> the rebellion that they set up in the movie. With the replicants, with the replicants, yeah, yeah, the replicants setting up uh the the rebellion that they're trying to uh overcome their human masters, and I guess this is fifty years later, so you can start off with that in full swing. I feel like that'd be an interesting thing to explore. I feel like that's the one like avenue you could go. Then again, how much does Amazon want to spend on this? Then again, they spent um the budget of a couple countries um on the Lord of the Rings series. That Lord of the Rings show is expensive, man. I'm exaggerating a bit, but that Lord of the Rings show is expensive. Man, with that money, we could have solved world hunger. But instead, Probably. But instead... You know, we get, the we funniest get... tweet I remember seeing about the Lord of the Rings show is the Lord of the Rings, the Ring of the Power is a unique show. It is the first show that I feel, if it fails, um, my uh, bread will go up in price. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> And I'm probably not wrong either. They are probably not (laughs) wrong about that. If this show goes horribly wrong and it doesn't make the money back, it will have it will have massive effects on the third quarter, I believe. Amazon (laughs) is Amazon is disputing that oh, we're getting more views than the uh, Game of Thrones House of the Dragon show. Um, but who the hell knows? They might just be lying for shit. I was about, about to say that. I was about, about to say the that. HBO Max subscribers. You see, subscribers. that's what we call a callback cohesion, wow, circular nature. Circle. Our podcast that is, is like poetry. It rhymes. Yes. It yeah. rhymes. We don't just ramble and ramble along and hope that some shit sticks. No, that's literally what that? you guys do half the time. No, why would we do that? Ruben, exactly. you know what, Ruben? Name me ten reasons why we would do that. I mean, on that note, uh, I, I I feel like um the silence speaks for itself. Uh, let's go into the Marvel news that has hit. Couldn't name a single reason. Let's go into the Marvel news that's happened recently. Um, so D twenty three overall lack of news that's really why we didn't record a podcast after it there really was nothing to talk about i guess uh recently some trailers from d23 have leaked out um indiana jones ant-man both look great um but i'm not going to review leaked trailers because i feel like that's probably a no-no <laughs> but uh, yeah probably yeah. not everyone wants to cover our, our legal or legal quote-unquote t- tracks okay or legal asses, Jonathan, is the term I would use. Okay, legal asses. I do like, I think that is actually the official term they use in the Harvard School of Law. <laughs> okay, 
So Marvel did have a couple interesting announcements at their panel. Um, no new projects were announced at that panel, um, but they announced news for Captain America 4 and the Thunderbolts. Uh, for Captain America 4, they announced that the leader, played by Tim Blake Nelson, is finally coming back. Um, he was in The Incredible Hulk 2008 as uh, Mr. Blue. He got blood in his head, and now he's going to become a gamma monster where his brain is altered by the gamma radiation in Bruce Banner's blood, wow. which they set up, uh, what would that be, 14 mm. years ago, and now they're going to pay yeah. off? Over a, a decade. decade and a half ago. Dude, so many people have been waiting. We've been waiting for so long. Yeah, I remember the first thing I said. The first thing I said when I walked into Iron Man 2 that next day. The first thing I said when I walked into Iron Man 2 that first day. Yeah. Uh, Ruben just told me to get closer to the to the mic. The yeah. first thing I thought was, where is Tim Blake Nelson? You know, I saw yeah, I saw Sam Rockwell dancing yeah. around him the entire time. Mm -hmm. I was really hoping that Tim Blake Nelson would just pop out of the ground and hold his hands up and said, I am who okay. I am. Oh, Dolphin, okay. do you remember when Infinity, mm -hmm. Dolphin, you know, remember when mm -hmm. Infinity War was coming out and everyone was like, the leader's going to be in this. Like, there were those rumors. And I'm I like, why? No, who the hell said that? <laughs> You're making that up. No one no, said that. No, ev no, Dolphin, everyone threw the kitchen sink when predicting those movies. Like, they predicted <laughs> Red Skull and he actually showed up. Like, they were That's predicting true. everyone showing up. So, Dolphin, your thoughts on the leader returning? Do you, do you have any? I'm ecstatic. Everybody, stop the pressures. Stop the presses again. Stop the presses again. Because I have an opinion. Yeah. We'll see, we'll see what happens with this. I'm excited. I'm intrigued. I like Tim Blake Nelson. I think he's a good actor. Yeah, he uh, is. Yeah, I think I I think I think he he'll he'll bring something special to the role. I think he will. Also very uh, interesting. They're taking one of the Hulk's major villains away. So they can't use him in a solo movie, basically. I mean, when were they going to make a solo Hulk movie? We've been in a lack of this since 2008 because Universal will not let go of the rights. So no, 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 no. To explain this, this is also on Disney being greedy. Disney can make a Hulk film, but Universal has a first right of refusal on the distribution rights, which basically means that Universal can distribute the movie, which wouldn't be like them getting all the money they get a percentage but disney doesn't want to share any of the money with universal they are such freaking pigs over there at disney like oh my god just gorging themselves you're on, just learning on, this on, now on, on on little chocolate coins that's all they do over there if it doesn't if it doesn't make a financial return they will not make it that's why they make such that's why they make such creatively inept and, and, and drab movies such as the remake of Pinocchio, you know? I hear that movie is awful. I'm really- I've heard the same thing. Uh, yeah. But it's uh, a live action Disney remake and there's only but been a couple of good ones anyway. But, but, but I will say, I do hear that Tom Hanks gives a performance of a lifetime. It, he is inseparable from Geppetto. People says he disappears into the, disappears completely into the role. People really thought that that was an old Italian man, a, an old Italian woodworker like I asked someone and they're like, Tom Hanks was in that movie. No, Geppetto was in that movie. I didn't see Tom Hanks anywhere. Uh, so yeah, congratulations to Mr. Hank. Uh, I will be happily- <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hank. Mr. Hank. said Mr. Hank. Congratulations <laughs> to Mr. Hanks. I, I, dude, he's gonna get nominated, I think. I think he's a shoe in for the Oscars this year. Oh, stop. He is. Stop Dude, it. Jacob, okay, but for think Geppetto? about it this way. 
Jacob, but Jacob, because Jacob, you get the performance of a lifetime. Literally, but Jacob, literally, if you compare any other actor in that movie to him, their performance was wooden. God damn it, Jacob. What are your thoughts on the leader coming back? (laughs) God damn it. (laughs) I can't, I can't, I can't. Can I even can I speak over this? Okay, I'm just Yeah, you can. He's yeah. Can you yeah. mute him and like that. Okay. All right. So uh I think it's I think it's uh it's interesting, you know. I've been waiting uh for the better half of my life um to see him, you know. Uh be you Yeah, know, you were 4 years old. You were 4 years four old. 4 years old when it when it came out, so I was like yeah, we traumatized you know, Jacob by showing him a no. giant green rage monster. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No. No. I I was blessed. I was blessed, man. No, I was blessed to see the incredible Dude, Hulk I, saw, I saw. I saw the Hulk choke, almost choke out the abomination. Well, he did kind of choke out the abomination with the chain. With the whole. Oh yeah, that's chain, right. Bro, and he stabbed him with his own elbow. I forgot about elbow. that. That part was amped up. <laughs> bro, how do we take yeah, a four-year? Cool. How do we take a four-year-old to this movie? You know what? That's also, cool. also in retrospect, now that you say the reason that they, uh, that Disney hasn't made another Hulk movie, I'm glad we didn't pay to watch that movie. Remember, yeah, we did sneak in. Which, remember, which, which we snuck movie? in. We snuck. We into snuck the movie. in. Yeah. Wow. No, no, we no, no, no. Here's what happened. We showed up late, right? Like 20 minutes in. So mm. we paid for the movie at that time. Went in, saw the movie to the end, and then. Snuck into the next showing to watch the first twenty minutes and left. We wow. saw it the way that Edward Norton would have wanted us to see it, non-linearly. That is how non-linear cinema. It's top tier cinema. That's that's why as- that's why Kevin Feige didn't bring him back. He was too experimental. Yeah. Fourteen years uh, later, Edward Norton would go on to say that that is the ideal way to see the Incredible Hulk movie, and Kevin Feige <laughs> said Lamau. Literally, completely disregarding, <laughs> completely disregarding yeah. Edward Norton's artistic vision. <laughs> you did not, you did not just say Lamal, bro. Did, dude, I didn't. Kevin Feige did. I'm done with this guy. Somebody. I don't what, know. What, what is that? What the heck that was like, that? Is that the no. Invisible Man? No, no, okay, let me explain. In the place that I live, Tennessee has some of the worst drivers in the world. And around this apartment building especially, you will hear a lot of engines revving at the at the dead of night. Uh, and that's really mm. just uh, the, the southern male during mating season trying to compensate okay. for the fact right. that his penis is the All size right. of a, a, a single <laughs> hydrogen molecule. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, bro. Invisible positively charged. Eye. It's positively charged. It's, it's positively charged. But it is JQ, JQ, aren't you a Tennessee male technically since you've lived down there for like four years now? And you do have a car as well now. So that's you. You're describing yourself. I don't rev my engine at the, at the in the middle of, of the night, though. The middle of the day, right? Yes, because I'm well endowed. <laughs> and I, <laughs> and I, I have no need to summon mates. <laughs> All right, guys, we really so need to keep moving. Minutes. Guys, we're having too many tyrants. We really need to keep this moving. Um, uh, yeah, next up, Kevin Feige also announced the lineup of the Thunderbolts for the Thunderbolts movie. 
Um, uh, red? Dude, that lineup oh. looks ass. Yeah, let me just say ass. Let me go. But can I go through ass. the lineup before you guys call it ass? Neutered Taskmaster. Okay, no, okay. This is what we're gonna do. <laughs> this is what we're gonna do, Ruben. After you say each name, Jacob and I will say a one-word response for our okay. reaction to this person. Fair. Oh, uh, Taskmaster from Black Widow 2020. Absolute ass. ass. Yeah, that's two words. One. Ass. <laughs> uh, Red Guardian from Black Widow. Ass. Okay. Um, <laughs> Ghost from Ant-Man and the Wasp. Okay. What? There's You're okay there. with that one? Yeah, I like Jacob, that one. Say, Jacob, <laughs> Jacob, use your word. Use your word. What's your word? <laughs> oh my dear lord what am i even doing here <laughs> i don't know what you're next doing one. Here, bro next one uh, you u.s u.s it? agent uh from falcon and the winter soldier great yes okay um bucky barnes <laughs> mid what great. Uh, yes. great. why is he on that team what why in the hell is he on that team they're trying to make him the rick flag of the yeah. team you do realize that, that right? gonna kill him but i don't know how morally <laughs> ambiguous this team is though in general i stick morally ambiguous the only person that's morally ambiguous can't believe you're unironically uh, saying mid what's that guy's name yeah the guy from captain america winter soldier oh uh, like u.s agent like, yeah, he's the only you like mean, more, morally ambiguous character, and and um, he's basically peacemaker well, though. Person. Yeah, yeah, no, he's essentially, the worst, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's the worst version of peacemaker, and and Homelander. He's like, nah, he's not really Homelander. This is why, why you need to watch the boys. Man, villain though, I don't understand why they. Put I, like I like that ghost. I like that ghost in that lineup. Yeah, like yes, okay, great way to reuse okay. that character. Awesome. As filler on a superhero team that appears yes. to be a sequel to Falcon and the Winter Soldier and uh, Black Widow. Oh, final member of the team, uh, Yelena from Black Widow, played by Florence Pugh. Awuga. Awuga? That's my one word. I said Awuga. <laughs> I, I one it's word. Dope. It's, it's dope. It's dope. Dope. I, okay, look, I think you the one big issue with you forgot about Ruben. Say Val. Oh, but she's she's like the Nick Fury. But yeah, you're right. Uh, Jewel, Julia Louis Dreyfus is playing uh, Valentina, uh, the Forest and Fontaine. I think that's yes. me. <laughs> she's oh, you haven't even seen her in the role. You've seen her in two post credit scenes. Julia Louis Dreyfus is a good actress. I saw her in Seinfeld, and let me tell you, she's not a convincing villain. She's not even the villain. I told you she literally just recruits the team. She's a worse version of Amanda Waller, worst case scenario. I think the biggest issue with this roster is they all have a similar power set. It's basically like a super soldier team they're like sending into combat. Like, I don't know how you make that interesting unless you like have like a big super villain. And where's Zemo? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Where's Zemo? Where's Abomination? Where's Punisher? Okay. Like, where are some of these, like, like where are some of the more obvious picks for this group? Hell, I would have taken Moon Knight for a group like this. If Seriously. we really want to, if we really want to get Moon Knight into the, I, I hadn't thought about that until now, but I would have taken that. Like, this the is like bigger, that, yeah. Also, this is like that one effing joke from, from, uh, from the Suicide Squad where, like, while it's like, I picked everyone for their unique 
power set. And then she starts describing Peacemaker and it's like literally the exact same introduction that she gave to Bloodsport. Like it's just that, but four times. Like <laughs> you have four super soldiers on this team. Like and then come ghost. on. And then Ghost. Who can just oh, shit, phase no, you have five super soldiers then, right? Because you have right. Well, Taskmaster has a different power set, I guess. I mean, in a way. it's very I'm pretty sure she has serum in her though. Okay, yeah, have- she has some sort of like the widow serum or yeah. whatever it is. So it's that's not Taskmaster, the- Bucky, US Agent, Red Guardian, and Yelena. They all have some form of serum in them. That's five characters with super soldier serum. And then just Ghost is there. I think the only interesting thing you could do is like make the team fight some overly powered individual that you know they're going to lose. But I know Marvel's not going to pull a Suicide Squad. There's no way any of these characters die, right? You don't know. Like that. we agree on that. Do you, you think someone would die? No. Like who? Ghosts? They might kill ghosts, maybe. All right. Moving on. More Marvel news. <laughs> um, there is trouble uh, with Blade. Mahershala Ali's uh, new Blade movie. Um, they lost the director of Blade. And um, <laughs> no, he left the project because um, apparently they were having issues with uh, the story and script. Uh, Basam Tariq is the name of the director. Um, he left because he could no longer stay on for the new production cycle, which is apparently next year. Um, there is a rumor um, that the uh, script was only uh, 90 pages with two lackluster action sequences and yeah. that's why everyone's frustrated with it and apparently uh, one of the Moon Knight writers uh, the writer of episode 3 of Moon Knight is who they've hired to uh, write the script from scratch um, so they're apparently restarting the script completely they were about 3 weeks away from shooting Blade I should also point that out like they were probably deep into pre-production sets were being built so I guess they're restarting but I, I don't think they can scrap everything you know like he has yeah. to keep some of the settings since they were already building that um Josh, oh, yeah. With you. yeah yeah oh my god we, we can't I, I they're gonna have to reconfigure the settings they're gonna have to take green screen stage number three and transform it into green screen stage number five and that's gonna take like like five minutes at the most and like mm-hmm. In this often you and joke but like they actually build a lot of shit for these marvel movies still yeah, like anticipation that is inevitably let down. Boom, 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 roasted. Boom, roasted next. No. John, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> they built the New York streets uh, for Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. They built those in Atlanta. And then the new Asgard and the new Thor movie. Like, it doesn't speak to the quality of the movies. They built, they built New York streets. In Atlanta? Because of COVID. They were going to film in New York City, but they couldn't because of COVID. Because I was going to say, you know who else built New York streets? The poor Irish workers back in the 1920s. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway, 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 back to Blade. Uh, I saw this coming. Not not specifically with Blade, but I knew that eventually one of these projects was going to go by the wayside. Uh, Marvel is stretching themselves out horribly thin. Like, Honest to God, I'm surprised this didn't happen sooner. 
Um, I I can completely. Um, I think my biggest surprise with this entire story is that all of it's believable to me. I'm not even shocked. Um, like everything from like the rumor that it was only a 90 page script with two action sequences to the director leaving, like everything just makes sense to me. Like Kevin Feige is demanding way too much, way too quickly. He has two Avengers movies coming out back to back in six months, which is not gonna happen. Um. I feel like, and this was like one of two problems that came up this week with Marvel behind the scenes. And Ruben's, we're going to talk about the second one, which has to do with Armor Wars eventually. But like, I mean, I saw this coming for one of these projects and I just hope it's just, pull yeah. together. They need to it's just start, they need to start actually being like, okay, what are the stories that we need to tell? And not just like, what's going to make us the most money? No, that's 100% right. No, but like, I think the biggest thing here is like Kevin Feige is a hands-on producer, so he likes to like get involved with all of it. And it's worked out to mixed degree so far. Um, I personally think it worked really well for the Infinity Saga, but people will argue that some of those movies did not work, and that's totally fine. Uh, film is subjective, but what I'm my point is now he has like what four TV series a year, four movies a year, and he's still trying to manage all of it the same way he always has, which inevitably leads to you know some projects just falling in the wayside and not getting the attention they deserve. Um, I think Kevin Feige needs to grab a secondary producer uh, to help him out with some of this stuff, or I don't know, find like more creatives that have been established rather than up and comers and people who can just like run on their own and do their own thing. And I guess seed a little bit of the creative control of the MCU in some ways, but still keeping it connected loosely. I don't know what you can do here, but that's just my two cents. Uh, Jacob, your thoughts on uh, the Blade movie potentially being in peril? Yeah. Um, like Jonathan kind of like just said, I mean, it's just too much, you know? I think that's the, that's like the through line. Um, just too much. They're doing too much. Uh, they're demanding too much of uh, their workers and stuff like that and directors and stuff. Uh, I mean, it's just like, I don't know. They're doing way too much too quickly. And it's, it's not, you know, it's, it's, it's going to lead to results like this or like to scenarios where like everyone is just like scrambling around, not knowing exactly, you know, what to do, just trying to get finished with, with, uh, you know, movies and stuff. And uh, the products are going to obviously you know, uh, take a hit because of that. And so, you know, it doesn't surprise me that the director left. Um, I heard that the John Wick director uh, is, is like, uh, rumored to like sign on to oh, the do... movie or something like that. Oh shoot! No, I hadn't heard so that. that that'd be interesting. Yeah, so that that's Man, at and least that's the that's... first time Jacob has brought in a piece of news by himself. That's exactly. crazy. So um, that that I mean that's good news, but like besides that, I think there's a lot of like I don't know. It's just like a sign of uh, things to come. At least like the, what's happening on the production of Blade. Uh, if they don't get the shit together, so um, I, I hope Marvel gets their crap together and stuff, and they avoid like a catastrophe. Um, another piece of Marvel production news that came out: um, Don Cheadle's uh, what was a Disney Plus series called Armor Wars. So Armor Wars in the comics is basically Tony Stark's armor gets into the wrong hands, um, and it's basically like a huge war with a bunch of Iron Man type armor for Tony Stark trying to keep his armor away from uh, nefarious hands and trying to keep the world safe. And it just basically turns out into an all out Iron Man war. Um, but since there's no Iron Man anymore, it's a war machine project. 
Um, and it's about the legacy of Iron Man and what happens when Tony Stark dies and he isn't there to protect the tech anymore. Um, yeah. So that was a TV series that was going to come out. But now it's been shifted into a movie, um, a theatrical movie. Um, same writer staying on. Uh, well, same lead writer. Since it's no longer a TV show, it's not going to be a bunch of different writers. It's just going to be one writer writing a screenplay. Um, and it's no release dates been announced yet. Um, production's been pushed back. Uh, production on this one was apparently going to start in January, but that's been pushed back uh, further. Um, they were in pre-production now. Um, I guess I don't know how far in the writer's room they were yet. Um, I imagine they'd have to be pretty far. Um, I hope it's that they in the writer's room realized we do not have enough for a TV series. And they went to Kevin Feige and said, hey, um, this isn't a TV show. This is a movie. Um, if you make this a TV show, uh, you'll have more content for Disney Plus, but it would be an inferior product. And he just uh, actually accepted that and said, OK, let's make it a movie. Um, so that's the positive side. The negative side, it could it's also showing that there is kind of a mismanagement over there where something like Armor Wars that was announced, I think, back in 2020, December 2020. It's been in development since then. Um, you know, just showing that there's, you know, issues. They didn't realize that this needed to be a movie sooner. I mean, I don't those know. Are a, lo a lot of those Disney Plus shows probably should have been a movie sooner and then uh, eternal should have been a, the disney, a plus, disney show. plus show yeah i think this is a step in the right direction but it, like ruben said it doesn't kind of work because it's like hey you probably should have figured this out and also you probably should have let the crew know that this was happening instead of them finding yeah, no, out through a news that's, announcement that's, that's kind of shit yeah some of the crew did find out through the through the news um i think some of the people built in pre-production i don't think they lost their jobs but they found out hey it's gonna be a movie instead yeah i'm excited though don't you great actor he deserves to star in a marvel movie it's an interesting concept based on an interesting run of iron man comics yeah. um just being adapted for war machine now um i wonder if Ironheart riri williams will be in it as well um i don't know yeah. i i think it has potential um but like i said it's also a worrying sign of the newest trend that appears to be going on with marvel's productions this is dc shit it shouldn't be like happening at marvel it hadn't been happening at marvel i should say um, yeah. Jacob, your thoughts on the armor war shifting from a TV show to a movie? Well, uh, the transition seems, you know, uh, I mean, it, it was definitely like done under some people's noses and stuff. Um, they didn't know about it necessarily, but I think like they might, they might like, uh, make something good of, uh, from a movie rather than a show. I think like a lot of, um, there's like, cases you know in the past we've talked about shows that could have been movies yeah uh, especially for marvel uh hawkeye being one of them um moon knight uh, would have been a bomb movie moon knight moon knight could have been a good movie as well mm -hmm. but i enjoyed moon knight even as a show i did too uh, i loved it yeah but yeah 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 i i think i mean like i don't know if this is choice was made like necessarily because they realized oh this is not going to work as a show or if it was made for like more financial reasons or something like that. I don't know what the, the reasoning behind the choice. Yeah. Was. No one knows. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, Oh, like they're like, Oh man, we can make way more money in the movie theater. Yeah, if we release this. If exactly. We put it I on don't, Disney I don't know Plus. If, Yeah. I don't know if that, if that was like, you know, that had any, uh, that could have know. like, that was a factor of like why they decided to change like last second. It seems like, but, um, the only like lat like concerning thing, what I think like no one lost their jobs or anything like you said. 
Um, and it seems like everyone's like still, you know, doing exactly what they were yeah. uh, hired to do. The but only people who might have, have lost a, their they jobs. They don't have a director, I think. They don't have a director. Uh, they didn't have a director yet. The only people who might yeah. have lost their jobs, so. to clarify, is some of the people in the writer's room um, <laughs> who might not be writing the additional scripts since it's just going to be the head writer writing a screenplay now. Yeah. So those I people think, may have lost their jobs. I think but... to, 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 to save money and for ca- tax cut, they also... Uh... They, uh, they fired Don Cheadle, actually. They're using his body mm. to... Uh, Terrence Howard? Comedy. Terrence Howard's coming back? Terrence Howard's coming back, baby. Yeah! But no. he's not coming back as War Machine. He's coming back as his character from Empire, who has been, con- oh, who's been teleported awesome. from the multiverse to this Great. to this universe. And he's like, oh, Iron Man, this sounds like a good way to make money. And then the Empire intro starts, and then it's just an episode of mm. Empire instead of the MCU. I think it's a very yeah. bold direction to take this multi. Dolphin, I say this wholeheartedly. I would not watch that. All right, and <laughs> moving on. And then the big, the big Marvel, the big Marvel news that came out, and the reason we really wanted to make a podcast. Deadpool three had an update. Uh, they announced a, they announced a release date for Deadpool three. Uh, yeah. September 6, it wasn't 2024. even an official announcement for Deadpool three. Like we weren't even sh- like hundred percent sure before like the. Well, we had heard that week. it was going to happen. Well, like, it was, happen, it was in the like, works. Uh, Sean was Levy was attached air, to direct. Right? When it was yeah. coming out, it was up in the air, yeah. So they announced a release oh, okay. date a little yeah. a little under two years from now, uh, September 6, 2024. But the big announcement they made, uh, Hugh Jackman, um, who played Wolverine for almost 20 years, uh, decided mm-hmm. to actually put the claws on one last time Crazy. and play Wolverine in Deadpool 3. Yeah. I, for one, am super excited for this, but I'm also a little trepidatious. Um, Hugh Jackman got a great ending for Wolverine and Logan. Yep. Logan still going to be there no matter what. Still going to be a great movie um, that's going to stand the test of time, I think, no matter what. It got nominated for goddamn Oscars. Like, damn, an Oscar for a screenplay? Like, that's never happened in the superhero genre before Logan, I don't think. Um so that was insane. But like that movie's always going to be there. But the, the thing is, are they going to tarnish it by bringing him back? Um, I don't know. I don't think they will, though, because the Deadpool Wolverine dynamic in the comics and cartoons, everything is great. It's amazing. Never been done right. You got five minutes in X-Men Origins Wolverine with Wade Wilson um, before he disappears from that movie um, and then comes back at the end. Because uh, yeah. Benioff, I think, of uh, Game of Thrones fame, decided to subvert expectations like he did on Game of Thrones um, in 2009 and so Deadpool's mouth shut. Uh, so mm. we never really got a Deadpool-Wolverine crossover. It looks like we're finally going to get it. Hugh Jackman and Wolver- uh, Hugh Jackman and uh, Ryan Reynolds. I almost said Hugh Jackman and Wolverine. Uh, Hugh Jackman and Ryan Reynolds have amazing chemistry with one another. Um, yeah. Hugh Jackman has great comedic timing. It'd be a very different Logan. Um, than we what he, we had seen before, I think, or maybe he'll play him as the straight man. I don't know, um, but I'm very intrigued. He probably will be the straight man. Yeah, I am very intrigued to see what they do. Um, let's see, Jacob, what do you think yeah. about uh, this news? So, like the concern of like whether it's or not it's going to tarnish like what happened to Logan. I think I, I don't know if it's that valid or anything because I I feel like the ti- if there's an X Men timeline, I know there is probably. But, like, most people don't even care about it because most of those movies weren't that great anyway. So, you know what I mean? I mean, like, Logan Logan is kind of like a standalone movie in my mind already. So, like, yeah. it's kind of in its own separate, like, you know, crevice or whatever. 
And so, like, I don't think anything is like that Hugh Jackman does at this point is going to, like, change what, what he's already made and stuff. And, like, what he and what others have made. So, like, I'm not worried about that at all. I'm more excited, like you said. I'm excited to see uh, him, like, uh, take the role again. And honestly, like, beside Deadpool, you know what I mean? Like, that's that's awesome. Um, and we're going to see that duo, uh, I, I think, uh, and like, and it's actually going to like do justice to what uh, the duo was in the comics instead of that shit that we got in X-Men Origins. So, yeah, uh, it should be, it should be great. It should be a yeah, good movie. I, I think, uh, I think it has a lot of potential. Same screenwriters from the first two uh, Deadpool movies. So that, that's a step in the right direction. Uh, Sean Levy, who's worked with Ryan Reynolds before. Um, I don't know if he's worked with Hugh Jackman before, but he's worked with Ryan Reynolds on Free Guy, um, The Atom Project. So they uh, have a working relationship recently that I think uh, should carry over well. Um, yeah. So I think all the pieces are there. Um, Sean I, Levy, I so. also a producer on Stranger Things. Um, yeah. Jonathan, what do you think about the Deadpool 3 I am super mixed on this. That's why everyone was saving me for last, I assume. It's because I am very much against this. I don't know. I'm just... Like, I love Hugh Jackman as Wolverine, but Logan felt like the perfect send-off. And it's like, I do not want to see him come back. And I was already upset when they brought back Sir Patrick Stewart for uh, for um, Multiverse of Madness. Because I know it's a different version of the character, all right? But, okay, okay, that's fiction. For me, it's the same actor playing. It's, it's still the character. Like, it's they're doing very similar decisions and whatnot. And, yeah, okay, like, they're not touching Logan, and that's not going to... Like, but it's like, they're not going to touch Logan. They're not going to affect any of that. And yes, Jacob's also right that Logan feels like almost like it's its own thing in that entire X-Men timeline. At the same time, mm-hmm. it was such like a satisfying send off for that character and such a satisfying ending for Hugh Jackman's run as that character that this feels kind of like, oh no, what are, why are we bringing him back? Like, unless it's phenomenal, which it can be, unless it's phenomenal, I'm going to be upset about it. But like Ruben said, we're going to have Logan there forever. Uh, so that's that's the plus side but I just think it's kind of like I don't know that character had such a great send-off this is defiling so you think it's like more of like money. an unnecessary risk it's defiling a grave for money they were like hey, I bet you okay. the first, yeah. I bet you that they had the idea because they're like Deadpool 3 three claws guys the graphic can be a Wolverine claw over the that Deadpool logo fish. is dope as shit. You can't it lie. Is. Yeah. It is. But I bet you they made that before they even wrote the script. I bet you that was the first thing they made. I feel like this has been in the works for years, though. Like the first two Deadpool movies are referencing Wolverine. I think they were always going to do this. You know, yeah. it seems yeah, like it's I like agree. the perfect buildup, even in within the pocket universe of the Deadpool movies. It yeah. seems like they were building up to a Wolverine crossover. Like to the fact point that I'm not surprised by this, but it's still a pleasant shock. Yeah, I guess. I'm not shocked by it, but I'm still like, oh god, they actually did it, and it, it I don't yeah, no, it's got me up in the air. We'll see, we'll see how it goes. We'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. We'll see what they do. We'll see how. All right, goes. final I, news. I just no, sorry. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. One last ahead. thing. I just hope, like, I mean, like, I don't think Hugh Jackman's gonna make another like movie as the character of I Wolverine, think the only right? thing he yeah the only thing he might no he's not going to do that the only thing they might do secret I could wars. see is secret wars they could secret use Hugh wars. Jackman's Wolverine yeah man and if they get Tobey Maguire Spider-Man and Hugh Jackman's Wolverine in the same scene I mean freaking 5 year old me is going to flip the shit out um mm-hmm. if it's done right in yeah. the right way but 24 year old me is going to be like what the hell am I looking at what is this 
It'd be 25-year-old you, Jonathan. Actually. Where is my Tobey Maguire, Hugh Jackman sex scene that I was promised okay. back in 2004? Okay. All right. No they one promised that. All they promised that. All they. I think did. that must have been a dream. No, that must but have been all like they all they will do during that Secret War scene <laughs> is have premarital eye contact oh, yeah. and like a brief mm, conversation, okay. and that's mm. it. But yeah, awesome. no, Secret Wars, Marvel actually seems to be building to something again. It seems like No Way Home and now this Deadpool movie. It kind of seems like you can see where they're going with Secret Wars and those Avengers movies. You're just yeah. going to do the ultimate Marvel crossover and bring everyone in. Um, how much it works is going to be the question. How, where the hell do you go from there is the next question you might have. you got to be done after that. Now, like, they're not going like, to bring like the Fantastic Four like cast right back. No, nah, it doesn't see. It seems like they're wars, setting right? up their own. They might do a council of read sequence, but I couldn't okay. see them like doing. I think because like save... Chris Evans coming back as like Human Torch would be wacky. You know what I mean? Like I don't I know. I can't if wait that, to see. Would not work. I don't know if everyone knows this, but there's a... Ruben mentioned Council of Reeds, but there's a Council of Kangs that is almost yes, yep. gonna be in this. I cannot wait to see every Rick and Morty <laughs> fan be like, "Well, hey, actually, this is ripped off from Rick and Morty." <laughs> <laughs> This is an idea that's been in the comics for years before Rick and Morty, too. Like before Justin Roiland had even conceived of 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 Doc and, and Marty, uh, like this yeah. <laughs> this thing existed. But you know there's gonna be like 13-year-old uh, bro, the Ed Council Moore. of Reeds is literally a play on the Council of Reeds from the comics. <laughs> like, they're all nerds writing Rick and Morty. Like, they yeah. know about the Council of Reeds. So that means that a writer is going to have to reach, a writer for Rick and Morty is going to have to reach out to these 13-year-olds and be like, guys, guys, I hate to break this to you. We didn't come up with them. And then, oh my God, what do you do when you rip away an atheist's only form of belief? What, what what does a man do after he loses his Rick? What do you do? Although, okay, let me ask you this question. Multiverse Iron Man cap, how against it are you if they do that in Secret Wars? No. no yeah, they can't. <laughs> they gotta no, be no, different no, no. actors. They gotta be different actors. Yeah, I feel the same way. Yeah. I can't. I can't. You. You cannot. I. I can't. I can't see them back. They did on. They did bring Hugh Jackman back. That's why I asked the question. Yeah, but I mean, that's, I, out, no, that's no. an out of universe ending. That was an ending set up within that universe already. I am not. Ha that would completely yeah. undo the impact of that. I agree. I agree. Okay. No. Yeah. Just wanted to get your two cents on that. All right. Final news story. Uh, the community movie has been confirmed. We talked about it, I think, last podcast or two podcasts ago. Dan Harmon said it was coming a couple years away. Well, now it's coming for sure. Uh, it was announced that it will be a streaming movie on Peacock. Um, Dan Harmon, Andrew Guest are the writers on it. Andrew Guest wrote uh, some notable community episodes. Uh, one is Advanced Dungeons & Dragons, which is now buried um, on the depths of piracy. Um, but he wrote that one. Um, but um, confirmed cast members, um, Joel McHale's coming back. Um, Gillian Jacobs as Britta's coming back. <clears throat> Abed, uh, Danny Pudi's coming back. Allison oh, sorry. Well. Allison Bree, sorry. I, I got like lump in my... <clears throat> I think I've been talking for too long. Allison Bree is coming back as Annie. <laughs> water, Jim, vocal work, 
Drewman doesn't do vocal warm ups before this. Like I, I talk longer than I expected here. I'm gonna be honest. Really, really, and then you and then you talk all that shit too. All all that freaking like nonsense coming out your mouth after the vocal warm ups. I do these beautiful vocal warm ups, and then I talk about how Julia Louise Dreyfus is actually uh, uh is actually a shadow clone version of uh the creator of Curb Your Enthusiasm, whose names I can't remember. I think it was Bernie. Sanders Larry David. Show. Larry David. Yeah, Bernie Sanders. Uh, so Bernie Sanders <laughs> made Curb Your Enthusiasm. All right. Um, continuing on. Julia Louise Dreyfus. Continue on. Also coming back for community the community movie, Jim Rash. Um, as the dean and uh, Ken Jong as Senior Chang, oh um, not confirmed for the movie. Um, Chevy Chase, which is obvious, um, everyone hates him. Um, involved with community, I don't think he'd be in the movie ever. But um, Javette Nicole Brown, who played Shirley, not confirmed, and Donald Glover not confirmed either for the movie. Now, yeah. I should point out. Uh, Joel McHale and Danny Pudi did tag uh, Javette Nicole Brown and Donald Glover on social media. So I take it that they're still in negotiations or begging them. (laughs) They're begging them for they're begging them or um, that they're just going to be cameos in the movie. Um, But that's where we stand right now. Um, Community movie supposedly coming out on Peacock next year. Um, I imagine it's probably going to be filming here in the next few months. I mean, Donald Glover's like a really busy dude with all, like he has Atlanta, that's wrapping up. And I, I hear that Yvette Nicole Brown is actually going to play Helen again in the Drake and Josh Reed group called uh, And Josh. Uh, so, uh... <laughs> wait, hold but, on. Uh, Keep going. So, yeah, and Yvette, everyone thinks that I'm going to continue where I left off, but indeed I'm going to call him out because Jacob really just pranked this man. <laughs> Jacob, you know, none I of you will ever see this, and we lo- it's lost the time. But Jacob Held was standing so still that Ruben thought that his call had frozen, and he stopped our recording just Got for you. Jacob to reveal that he was completely fine. Anyway, those two actors are very busy. Um, regardless uh, of whether or not they come back, though, I'm already super excited. For this. I love that show. I love that cast. I love that group of writers. Like, even if it's not perfect, like, just the nostalgia. Jacob, stop. He's trying to do it. (laughs) (laughs) Just the nostalgia of seeing them all together again will be, like, enough to keep me going. So, yeah. Jacob, how about instead of trying to act like you're frozen, you give us your opinion. We're stopping the presses. You give us your opinion. I, I will give my opinion. Yeah. Cash grab. <laughs> what? Cash grab. Bro, it's six seasons in the movie. They've been advertising that since like Cash season two. grab, bro. <laughs> you don't think it's going to be good? Did I stutter? Did I stutter? <laughs> Jake, are, are you actually not excited for this? No, I'm, a, I'm very excited for it. I, I, I think it could be good. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not 100% certain that uh, there's no guarantee that it's going to be a good movie. But um, I'm glad that they... Uh, you know they stuck. They stuck with uh what what a bed said in 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 character. What his yeah. What, his, what the guy said. I I don't even know the actor's name. I feel Danny Pudi. <laughs> yeah, Danny Pudi. What he said in character as a bed. You know, six seasons in a movie. So they were I'm, talking I'm about the cape by that. Which is the funny. cape. What do you mean? Were, the this cape? is it's this short lived NBC show that was airing at the same time as Community. 
Um, oh, they were shit. just making jokes about it. <laughs> that was so. That was a re- that was a, a reference to the to that show then. No, yeah, he was a fan. Of, he was a fan of that show and saying, "Oh my God, six seasons! We're gonna get six, oh, six seasons of the movie." Oh, okay, yeah. okay. And then right. the community answers. And instead, we got one season of the Cape, and this is the one that got six seasons in a movie. What's That's nuts right. is if they had never made that line or made that joke, we wouldn't be getting this movie because fans wouldn't have been campaigning that. for this. Yeah, there's been sure. so many sitcoms that haven't the, gotten movies. Yeah. And also, if it wasn't for the pandemic, because I feel like that caused a lot of that did. That's where like, we first watched Community. Yeah, that's where we first saw it. That's where like a lot of a, a bunch of my friends. That's where they first saw it too. So like, such yeah. a great show. Such a great. It was show. a great show. Yeah. It was oh, yeah. That, it was that, awesome. There's not there's not another show like Community. It's just it's special. It's a special. Show. I hope against all hope that they somehow get the. There's no director announced yet. That they get the yeah. Russo brothers to direct this one. Yeah. Bring them back. Let them give the study group an ending. They gave the first Avengers an ending, so why not mm-hmm. let them give yeah. that group an ending as well? Um, what do you guys think? Uh, wild speculation. What do you guys think the movie will be about? Like the basic premise. I seriously do not know. I I, I think it's probably I don't know. just kind of catching up on where all of them ended up years later. You like think they, so? Like by like some a spoof of re- Reunion special like, like spoof, you think? Yeah, I think it's gonna be a reunion special spoof. Like I think it's gonna be like by some massive coincidence, they're all gonna end up in the same place at the same time, whether that's like an airport or like some convention center where like everyone <laughs> or like maybe uh maybe uh like here's my here's my thing. Uh, uh so maybe it's like a bed. Um uh I, I think it'll be him like maybe fooling the group into getting back together, like he mails out like invitations to like this convention center but it's like different invitations sent out to different <laughs> people so some people get yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Some, like 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 um like joel McHale's um oh, jeff, jeff jeff winger jeff, jeff jeff winger gets like a like a like a bikini contest uh or like thing oh something that fits every over. character yeah yeah allison Green's character gets something related to the fbi because she's been working there for for now um Britta, I don't know what Britta, Britta some animal activist shit. Like everyone gets like this different um <laughs> convention center like um <laughs> like invite and they all come together and they're like, wait a minute, this isn't what I thought it was, and then hijinks ensue. I think that's what the setup's gonna be. That's honestly that's a good. That is that is that's a good, I, I think that's that a good is, prediction. I think that is massively in character for every single one yeah. of uh, like every everybody there. Um, no, I could see that. I could but see that. This will be on the internet. So if I am correct and something yeah. like that happens, that Harmon, you they only just gotta me, sift through the you, the you other hour of tour. shit that we. <laughs> yeah, you owe me a tour. You owe me a tour of what? Of what the Rick and Morty like no. writers room? A, a tour of his beautiful body. Okay, all right. Give this, me up, this, this is what I'm talking about. They're sifting through all this bad crap just to Give get this, this prediction. Give me up. One prediction. No one's gonna call. I'll make it no work. No one's gonna remember I'll this. Make it worth your no while. one will remember this. I'll make it worth your while. All right, <laughs> Jacob. Jacob, any? Do you have a wild prediction or nah? Nah, I I think I can't. I don't know. I feel like that that prediction's re- really good. You know what I mean? It's like, actually a good prediction. Yeah. Say, yeah, I think I think it's a good prediction. Um. I think maybe I don't know. It could be something even like dumber than that. You know what I mean? Like, ah, uh, they just happen to be, at, or it could be a reunion like at this at the school. What if like the principal just decided to throw, like a like a like a class reunion for them? You know what I mean? 
That, yeah, it could just come back. They could also just be a class reunion. Yeah, they could just do that. Yeah. Very so, interesting. I mean, like, yeah. yeah, very interesting to see. For sure, uh, we will not be seeing the return of uh, of Leonard sadly because his actor passed, I believe, a few years ago. I wonder how much of the, how many of those side characters they'll bring back. Will they bring back like Keith David, for example? Yeah. He was it's like, Starburns coming back. Starburns, uh, Frankie, Frankie from the last season who uh, who joined the they group. Better bring Ken oh Jung. shoot, I forgot is about Ken Frankie. Is, is, yeah, Ken Jeong's uh, confirmed a return. Yeah, yeah, he's in it. What's okay, Frankie's good. actress? Actresses? Something Paige? Paige something? I don't remember exactly. Um, but yeah, I wonder how many or like Todd, uh, the the military kid who had a turtle. Yeah. That guy. Oh my god, I forgot about that. <laughs> Oh my so God. or Garrett. Yeah. Oh, they gotta break. This is a man who knows how to marry his cousin. Oh yeah, they gotta bring back Jonathan Banks. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they gotta find a way. Yeah, What's for sure. Name again? Hick- Hickley, Hinkney? Hickey, Hickey, Hick- like Hickey. Yeah, yeah, like really, really yeah. His name is Hickey. Oh my God, Professor. Hickey. Yeah, Professor Hickey. Professor yeah. Buzz Hickey. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. Walter. Oh, John <laughs> Oliver. Boy, oh, oh, yeah, John that, Oliver. I always yeah. forget that John Oliver was in that. I show. wonder if he had time, if we would have time for it. But yeah, he was in the pilot. John Oliver was in the he pilot. Better in make show. time. He was in the. Wait, 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 wait. I just, I just looked this up. Apparently, you know Hank Hickey, that guy, yeah. from the show, who's played by uh, what is it? Jonathan Bank. No, no, no. He's played by like David Cross. Oh, from the Dungeons, the second Dungeons and Dragons episode. Remember, yeah, uh, yeah, David yeah. Cross oh, played yeah. uh, his son. Yeah, he yeah. plays his son. I didn't, I didn't realize that. I didn't Did you realize not realize it was David Cross? No, I didn't realize they were related. Oh, in the show. Oh, you forgot the that show. they were related. in the show. Oh, yeah. I thought you meant in real life. No, like, oh, not in real life. In real life. That would have been interesting if they actually were related and then played relatives on a TV show. That would be uh, interesting. It would have been. All right. That wraps up the news. Um, now for a real quick queen quint. And I was about to say, and our podcast, really, but we have two quick little things to hit up as we uh, say our goodbye. Yes. Uh, quaint quintessential the, of the episode. The um, so Avatar re released this past weekend. He's going to love that. Oh, well, um, I think two weekends ago <laughs> at this point. Um, in preparation for Avatar The Way of Water coming out. It's frozen. It might be. <laughs> um, I saw Avatar on the big screen for the first time. I went and saw it in 3D. And you know what? Still an average movie. Um, I do not change my opinion. The script isn't that good. But what I will say, visuals are absolutely insane. It's absolutely insane to think that this came out in 2009. Yes. Um, yeah. The Avatar blues Jonathan talked about, I can absolutely see, see that being real. A real phenomenon. Because yep. goddamn. That feels like it's a, a nearly three-hour movie, and you're on a different planet the entire time. Yeah, insane. That is a sad reality that people get depressed watching that movie. They James Cameron they... did edit out the hair sex. I don't know if it's because yeah, everyone made you. fun thank... of it. It's really yeah. weird. Like, no, there's like one shot in the original. I had to look this up so I wasn't crazy, but he cut it out. I don't know why. I don't know if he changed the lore for the second movie or some shit. Maybe I he think, did. I think he was like. 
I like how this man's like, I, 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 I will not give any ground to these haters. I will never, I will never yield. Okay, we'll get rid of the hair sex. You know, maybe the hair sex was a, a like, step in the wrong I feel direction. like it would imply <laughs> that they're having sex with every creature. You know what I mean? And you're not. Like, does it not? Does it not imply? No, that I think it's like they, no. It's more about like the connection. So they like use that to connect with nature, and they're using yeah. that to connect with each other. Yeah, I, I think I they it. still have. I think the Navi still have genitalia. I just yeah, think they use that for like an extra kick. Yeah. Um, they connect. No, no. no. What, what I think, uh, I, I think it makes complete sense because they get nasty. Why did you say they it like to, that? They had to connect their hair to the horse in order to ride the horse. And I gotta make sure I gotta put my oh, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> I, I, I get the analogy. I get I get no, but honestly, Avatar, oh, especially the, the last 30 minutes of Avatar, though, the action sequence, breathtaking, insanely well done. Um I have no idea. I have no idea how uh they're going to uh bring back so apparently, according to James Cameron, and he was at uh D23, the, the villain of the first movie, played by Stephen Lang. Is the villain for every single Avatar sequel as well? In some F way. off, he, he got stabbed. He dies. He we literally <laughs> saw him die. He oh gets put God. in an avatar. He gets put in an avatar body. Is what it looks How? like. Oh, How does he get put in an avatar? Who wants it? What? What? Which one of the Navi <laughs> saves him? Who saves him? <laughs> they should execute that. I guess you gotta wait guy. for Avatar The Yo. Way of Water coming out in oh, theaters December 19th. I don't know the funny thing. Ruben, Ruben was talking about that that ending fight scene. The only shot from that ending fight should I remember is the shot where the, I can't even remember. It's one of the Navi climbs onto the airship and he gets shot and it's just him collapsing and falling out of the sky to the ground because it became a meme. Because that shot became a meme. I remember that was a meme for a while, yeah. What? I don't even I remember that. I think this is Dubbin. Jacob, the, the leader of the tribe after. Oh my God. The dad died. I don't remember <laughs> half the characters' names. I watched this like yeah, two weeks no, ago. Like everyone good. jokes, but like literally, you can't remember this. And James Cameron came up with so much lore for Avatar. <laughs> he made up a language with an actual linguist from uh, which was it USC? Like a linguist from USC came up with the Navi language. Um, they and then wow. like um, they were gonna do more ethereal music as well. That sounded like they're gonna do Dune in two thousand nine, but they didn't yeah. end up doing it. They freaking cost James Horner an Oscar likely because he probably would have won because Dune won. Like it was yeah. something experimental like that. Probably would have won, but James Cameron's like, no, I want conventional blockbuster music, and the music in Avatar is forgettable but the main theme is actually pretty decent um i actually like the main theme in the avatar oh okay yeah his name is sute that that guy thank you yeah sute yeah. i even remember like i said yeah. these nuts oh, no man. i i remember i remember three <gasps> names i remember three names from this movie ready jake sully natiri yeah. and then uh Colonel Cold Qualdridge, I think, was the name of Stephen Lang's character. And I know that because I heard he's going to be in the sequel. Actually, um, it's pronounced Jake Sully. Jake Sully. Jake Sully. No, no, but someone pointed this out. I was watching some videos afterwards. The person who plays Natiri's mom actually goes all out. She has an accent, uh, Navi accent when talking in English, if you listen closely, which is absolutely oh insane. God. Who the it's... hell goes to that degree? Holy crap. Zoe Saldana tried one. It seemed like she was trying. Zoe Saldana was 
okay, I told Jonathan this, but um, Jonathan, shit, what's the what's me. no? I t- and I told Jonathan. I know I was texting oh, yeah. Jonathan after the movie. Um, shoot, Jacob, do you remember the name of the actor who plays Jake Sully? Jonathan, you remember, yeah, right? Uh, I no, I did not. Sam Worthington, thank you. I you was Sam Worthington. Yeah, he got carried hard by everyone else around yeah. him. No, no, the morning we, Weaver we carried his ass. Yeah. yeah. We talked yeah, about it too, Jay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but so Gordon Weaver carries his ass. Um, Sully Saldana, who never shows her actual face in the movie, carries his ass. Um, hell, even that. some of the other Navi who you never see their faces yeah, carry his ass. Carries his ass. Car- Suti actually more, carries his ass. You feel more like, emotion in the scene where you see him fall to his death than you do with any scene with Jake Sully alone. I'm sorry, Jake Sully. <laughs> no, no. I, to be honest, it's it's a generic plot. It's a generic plot. It's poker honest with blue cat people. It's colonialization with blue cat people. But yeah, it's done no, well. No, it's, it's look, it's done well. Like the ending, the third act, it's realistic. <laughs> like they start, the natives start getting owned, and then it becomes like a fantastical version where nature unites with the natives and actually helps take down the soldiers. That part really works for me, like as a metaphor, as an allegory, like, okay, we know it's almost like once upon a time in Hollywood, you know, the ending is depressing, but like, they're like, okay, here's this fantasy version of it. Um, we we know you understand the shit that went on uh, here. Get some satisfaction from this fantasy version. And like, yeah, that works. I feel like that Where works. Was Mother Nature when the Cherokee were marching across the country, huh? I'm not yeah, even yeah, exactly. I'm being straight up. I'm being straight up. No, it's very interesting. And I wonder what's going to... I wonder, I I wonder like, what they're... Yeah. I feel like the best thing James Cameron could have done with this movie, mm-hmm. other than laud himself for making it, is maybe bring up the, the native problem that has been going on for literal centuries. Like, maybe... Jacob yeah. had a... Speaking of that, Jacob had a very, very... Uh, interesting and potentially uh wild way that the avatar movies could end like a theory jake remember yeah, we talked yeah, about yeah, this? yeah 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 uh, yeah we did talk about this we talked about like ending it like like i mean like what reality like what actually happened in real life you know what i mean the navi you know, like, lose, lose eventually it's, the navi yeah. lose eventually Jesus. and like just leaving it at that so like i just feel no, like no, that I, would elevate like they're the series. yeah yeah they could I be colonized, it, I, and then you can jump in the future. Yeah, Maybe that's what Cameron's planning. That would be Cameron's absolutely insane. Dune style series, where yeah, he I think is. He might be right. I think he might be right that he's gonna he's gonna pull a Dune. He's gonna kill Paul off eventually. I'm sorry, not Paul. Oh, Jake he's Sully. Kill uh, Jake Sully off uh, like soon mm-hmm. here, and then pass it off to the next generation. And then I think in the like, third, the second, or third movie, it might not be in the second one, but that's I think the reason, that's the reason a trilogy. The Dune books is that. I was okay with the first 4,000 year jump, but when I was reading the summary for the next book and I hear it jumped ahead another 2,000, I was like, all right, no, Frank, you are pulling my effing leg right now. <laughs> I'm not about, you, cannot, you cannot get me invested in characters who are barely developed throughout a book because you're focusing on these overarching themes and then kill those characters off page and then <laughs> jump too fast like that. Come on, man. You can't do that to me. <laughs> Jacob, any final thoughts on Avatar since you uh, rewatched it as well? It was it's it's great. It's and it's, it's an experience. It's seriously, it is. It is. It's that's an what it is. 
Jonathan, can't see it, I'm but sorry. I mean mugging Jacob. Yeah, no, I'm so, no, no, but it's true. It's true. You know what I mean? That movie made the the money it did because of how, like, how and like, how, like, how how would I say this? How riveted you are to the screen when you're watching it. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, it literally yeah. feels like an amusement park ride. You know, what it I literally mean? is like in that dark room, seeing yeah. it the way it was intended. It works when you're watching no. it at home at two o'clock in the afternoon on like a mm. small ass TV with the windows open. It doesn't work, and that's why it I didn't like it work. at all. But um, it's because you it, gotta you gotta yeah. like get into that world to really like I don't know. Appreciate Which doesn't it. make it a good movie, Jonathan. I acknowledge it it's a good experience. If you can't experience, if you can't love and experience it in various forms, and on I mean, a technical yeah, level, on a technical level, this thing's f and r. Like on a technical. Yeah, oh no! Okay, okay, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I can't. I cannot deny that the visuals of this thing are great. I'm just saying, yeah. as an overall product, mid. Yeah, no. If you're watching this at home, you're not gonna like Avatar. Well, most people won't like Avatar if they're watching it at home. Yeah. Like I 100 guarantee. I mean, you could create a, like a, a similar setting in your home. If you like, if you're like in like, a basement with like a 70 yeah, inch TV, then yeah, favorite, and a yeah. good favorite. killer surround sound, yeah. But favorite if you're like favorite. in a home with like a you have no, like a yeah, 32 yeah. inch. It's my for sure. favorite scene of Avatar was when Iwa re- rejected Sigourney Weaver. That's another. That's another thing I remember. I remember that the mother nature no. was called Iwa, wasn't it? Yeah, you remember that. Yeah, I remember no, but that. Sigourney remember that. basically becomes part of Iwa, though, is what it is. Um, um, Sigourney actually has a role in the sequel, um, as one of the solely children. Um, apparently, what it looks like is uh her the consciousness. The consciousness gets transferred over. That's I guess. <laughs> Wait, so it's like reincarnation. Yeah, it's like reincarnation. Yeah. yeah, go for that. Okay. I like That's the part. I like. I like how everything's connected through like electrical signals, like a brain. Yeah. Like that was really well, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now, unobtainium will always be stupid. Like oh yeah, no, that will undeniably be. Well, you see, let's see. If 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 James does something interesting here, maybe I'll go and watch it. You know. If he look, I'm telling you, if James Cameron makes an Avatar movie with a great script, it's over. Like he, you got the next like big ass. <laughs> yeah, Paul was, Col- was, you have a pop cultural juggernaut. Like if he makes an Avatar movie with a great script, everyone's gonna be talking about Avatar for the next if five years. If only you could write a great script again. It, it's sad. It's so sad. It's not 2002. Jonathan, Jesus, Titanic was really good, and that was his only movie before Avatar. Okay. Oh, I'm sorry. 1997. <laughs> Look, what I will say, he was like lore dumping in that first one. Maybe, maybe. Like James Cameron kills sequels. Like you got to acknowledge that. that Aliens, Aliens, Terminator 2, Judgment yeah. Day. Like he's always made sequels better than the original. I'm telling you. I he's, think, yeah, I, I actually think he pulled it off. I think he actually did pull it off. He's good at taking an established lore and making it better. Uh, so you know, For sure. maybe I'll give it a chance. We will see. We will see. James, I, I think he, I think maybe, good. maybe I will have to redact every bad thing I've ever said about you in the last ten years. Maybe There's I'll, no way you're gonna do that. That will I, be I a, doubt, I, it. Will be a cold day in hell when I do that. Oh man, frigid, freezing, burn, burn. Look, but you know what's really easy to call now, and I can call like right now on this day in October. James Cameron's gonna win the best visual effects Oscar next year. Well, not not James Cameron, but Weta. And he's not gonna shut up about it, even though he had nothing to do with it. 
Well, okay, that's a lie. He did pioneer a new technology. I can't. I can't They're filming mocap underwater for this one. It's insane. That's, that's insane. I don't know how the hell they. How do you even do that? Like with all the issues with refraction and. Uh, anyway, uh, I, I'll guess I'm going to be very interested to see behind the scenes for Avatar Two in that case. Um, yeah. All right, and to wrap up the pod yeah. with cubes, in fact. I'll be more interested in seeing behind the scenes. I would be more interested in seeing behind the scenes of the actual movie. That's right. That's right. All right. Um, and to wrap up the podcast with Cube's comedy quickie, Illumination has announced that they are planning to open a new uh, production wing to make more adult properties, more adult films. Yay. Um, Does that I mean think we're going to get our uh, minion horror movie soon? Bro, I wish, man. Um, no, the guy <laughs> is called Mike Moon. Um, and oh, he had Mr. Moon. Oh my god, <laughs> Mr. Moon from the Sing movies is making a company. A Buster Moon, you dumbasses. <laughs> but it's Mr. Uh, Moon. Uh, guess, guys, guess what Illumination's new uh adult label is gonna be called. You uh, you sent it to us already. Moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight. I can't wait to see see a a gay man giving another man a handjob on the beach. That's what happens in the movie Moonlight. Among other things. Yeah, it does happen. (laughs) Among other other things. Look, it is very clear that the reason (laughs) this is happening is because the majority of people who showed up to watch Minions Rise of Grew Opening Weekend were effing adults and not children. Yeah. (laughs) If you oh, break down the demographics, you know what um, this is. This is this is this is Illumination's version of re-releasing Morbius in theaters for Sony. Or you like, think it's going to be bad? I think. Well, it's them seeing some. It's the company seems a joke, like satire, irony from a generation. Yeah. Being like, oh, they love me. They love us, and we just get. <laughs> No, they've yeah, barely been able to do family friendly entertainment. What makes you think that they're gonna be able to do barely, dude? Do you know stuff? how many people watch those films though? They are, I bland. see kids watching that on repeat. They are, bland. bro. Sing 2. I was at a summer camp, I was doing a I summer camp two. this summer. I heard, I heard two they watched Sing 2 like 20 times. I actually ended up watching it beginning to end since I'd seen so many chunks of it. I watched it with Jacob, not that yeah. bad, not that, not I terrible. It's actually, one of their better movies. I think it not, is. Yeah, I think it is. Um, I think it might be better than the first one, but you know, no Mike the Mouse in Sing Two, yeah. unfortunately, because he dies. Um, he's canonically, he canonically dies. He's yeah, canonically dies. The Mouse is canonically dead, and anyone who says differently can can eat my shorts. I cannot believe they did that in the kids movie. I was just sitting there expecting there to be like a post credits tag where they show him escaping or something, but no, no. He's dead. no. the bear. No, he's dead. They the they show the bear. They killed him. Uh, Jacob, your thoughts on Illumination making a adult brand or adult label? Like I said, man. What'd you say? I'm, I'm just saying. Minion horror movie. Minions? Minions? Right? Like, like imagine. Now, would it imagine, be the purple minions imagine, or the yellow imagine, minions? No, the yellow minions. The yellow <laughs> minions. Imagine, imagine the yellow minions just breaking down a door, you know what I mean? Busting it down, right? And then and, they and say, then they say papa boy and then they freaking shoot you with like a gun. <laughs> like that would be <laughs> that would be I mean, that would I, be I, 
that one, that's immaculate, that, dude. You know okay, we have something there. Finally, they're gonna finally do Minions prequels where we see them working with the worst people ever, and we're finally, finally going to see Hitler minions. I think that's what the first adult uh, content is. We're going to see. Bro, no, can you imagine that shit? That'd be. Banana <laughs> Oh god my god. Banana mind. Now they um now I should point out uh Moon uh recently served as head of animation of adult animation at Netflix. Um he was an animation art artist for 15 years um before moving over. So yeah. And he's had a hand in uh, such projects as Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, Mitchell's versus the Machines, Gravity Falls, Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, The Midnight Gospel. Um, so Guy has been around the animation industry for a long time. Okay, okay, um, wait, okay, wait. That changes things. That's actually kind of exciting. I, I mean, if that name's a Okay, okay. Actually, but Jonathan, Jonathan, this is the guy who's been greenlighting stuff like Big Mouth at Netflix. You got to remember that, though, as oh. well. He was in charge of Netflix adult animation. Okay, okay. You see, Ruben, so, when, you said, when you said Netflix adult animation, my first thought was not Big Mouth. It was BoJack Horseman. Uh, so, uh, But I don't think Netflix even... Netflix bought BoJack, no? Wasn't a different production studio making BoJack and Netflix distributed it? Because now Netflix tries making everything in-house, but I think it was back in the time that original deal was a different production studio. That's why BoJack's on... Traditional television, I think on Comedy Central. At least the first few seasons aired there. Um, but yeah, very int I, I, I yeah, it could be interesting. Um, I'm gonna give it a shot. Um, and we will see. Uh, next podcast, speaking of Illumination, the Mario trailer would will be in the world um at that point. So we will obviously be talking about Chris Pratt's Mario. Um, and I how think the hell we all that forget works. about uh, Jack Black's Bowser and Seth R Seth Rogan's Donkey Kong is really what I uh, yeah. Charlie Day's Luigi is obviously uh, the that one's actually going to be good though. I'm character. looking for the ones that are clearly going to be bad. All right, and that'll do it for this episode of Pop Cultural Quintessentials with Cube. Exactly. Um, for Jonathan, Jacob, and myself, um, I will leave you with this. Um, R.I.P. Coolio. Oh, well, okay. Wish you all a good one. We wish you all a good one. Seriously, rest in peace, Cooley. How do we? We forgot to bring that up. Ruben oh no, no, I, I. I'm gonna Ruben, play Ruben, Gangsters Paradise at the end. Ruben's probably playing Gangsters Paradise right now, talking about covering our legal asses and now putting us into the wrecked fire of copyright. R.I.P. Coolio. You were a. I loved you in Batman and Robin. You were a generational art. You were a generational talent. We will be missed. After minute, hour after hour, everybody's running. But half of them ain't looking, it's going on in the kitchen. But I don't know what's cooking. They say I got to learn, but nobody's here to teach me. If they can't understand it, how can they reach me? I guess they can't, I guess they won't, I guess they front. That's why I know my life is out of luck, fool.